You know, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. And it's a time for giving thanks. And, you know, maybe just showing a little bit of compassion. Which is why the Chicago Bears should extend Matt Nagy for at least another 10 years. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't. That'd be Packers fan. But it sure does up. I'm your host, Tom. That was a turkey. Grassy. And today we are going to be breaking down every single game in week 12 of the NFL and attempting, and I mean attempting, to try and predict the outcomes, though half of these are going to be upsets. And before we get to that, I want to recap last week. Last week, I went a respectable 9-6 and six for 99-65-1 on the year, meaning that I am in 1,643rd place in the Pick'em League. Meanwhile, Gavin is still holding strong at number one from the ranked league, and he is 113-51, and 51, so a big shout-out once again to Gavin. So starting off with the first of three Turkey Day games. You got the Chicago Bears heading to Detroit to take on the Lions. The Bears have lost five straight games, and rumors are coming out that Matt Nagy's going to get fired on Thanksgiving and or after Thanksgiving. Meanwhile, the Lions can't win to save their lives. Tim Boyle Laser Show started last week, but were unable to take down the Cleveland Browns. This game has terribleness written all over it in that I am not interested in this game whatsoever. I feel like we've seen this iteration of this matchup a million times in the past, like, 10 Thanksgivings. And so, yeah, I uh, even though it's my own division, I, I truly could not be bothered to watch this football game. Now, the Lions looking for their first win of the season. There is potential it comes against Andy Dalton and the Chicago Bears as Justin Fields is likely to not be the starter on Thursday. However, as I said before and in the intro, Matt Nagy deserves yet another chance, and I think with a resounding win over the Lions, that will give the Bears organization all the proof that they need to give him that contract extension. And so because of that, I'm going I'm to pick the Chicago Bears to win this one. Because I am so thankful for Matt Nagy. Then you got the Vegas Raiders taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams suffering a loss last week. The Raiders to the Kitty Goes Meow Cincinnati Bengals. And the Cowboys not even putting up a touchdown against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Cowboys are beat up right now. Amari Cooper's got the COVID and C.D. Lamb, well, he's dealing with a concussion. So, yeah, they're uh, a bit banged up. Meanwhile, the Raiders... I mean, they just can't get it together. After getting embarrassed in prime time against the Chiefs, here they are uh, losing to the Bengals, and now we're against the Cowboys. The Raiders are definitely not going to be the favorite in this game, though I think they have a shot considering how injured the Cowboys are, and if that offense comes out as stagnant as it was last week, the Raiders do have a great chance to win this football game. However, I am going to give it to the Cowboys, playing at home, they're going to be able to prep a little bit more without CD and Amari Cooper. And so because of that, I think Dak Prescott is going to get it done. I think the run game is definitely going to be better than it was against the Chiefs with Zeke and Pollard. So I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this one. Then to close out Thanksgiving, you got the Buffalo Bills taking on the New Orleans Saints. 
everything hurts for both of these teams. The Bills a little bit less so, but maybe a little bit more because the expectations were so high. The Bills getting absolutely demolished by Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts. Like, it wasn't even close. Carson Wentz didn't have to do a damn thing, and Josh Allen, he struggled. They still have no run game. The O-line is an absolute mess, and the Bills... I mean, they're currently second in their own division. The Patriots have clawed their way back and are now leading it. There's still plenty of football to be played this season, but if you're a Bills fan, yeah, you're a bit worried. Meanwhile, for the Saints, they're all beat up as well. Kamara most likely not going to be playing. And while I know the Saints are pretty darn good on the holidays, uh, I think their defense will be able to maybe contain Josh Allen, but I am going to pick the Bills here to have a little bit of a bounce back simply because the Saints are so injured right now, but... If the Bills are losing this game, yeah, it's going to be rough. Moving on to an AFC North matchup. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Kitty Goes Meow Cincinnati Bengals. The Steelers uh, asleep for three quarters against the Chargers on Sunday Night Football and then decide to wake up and score 27 points at the very end. Meanwhile, you got the Bengals, as we just talked about, knocking off the Raiders in a close game. The Bengals are definitely not looking as high-flying as they were earlier in the season, and I think against the Steelers' defense, they're not going to have as much success. The reason I say that is because T.J. Watt is going to return to practice this week, so there's a chance that he plays, and if T.J. Watt plays, I think it's going to even the playing field a little bit. The Steelers, they need to play the entire game how they played in the fourth quarter against the Chargers. I know the Bengals are heavy favorites here, but I'm actually going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers to knock off the Kitty Goes Meow here. I'm so sorry. It's nothing personal. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals are able to utilize their run game and run all over the Steelers because that's kind of just what's been happening as of late. But I am going to give the upset to the Steelers simply so Urinating Tree can continue saying Steelers gone still bow. Following that, you got a real intriguing game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Indianapolis Colts. Both teams coming off big wins. The Buccaneers, I mean, Monday night, it's against the Giants. I mean, that's not really a big win. But then again, Tom Brady hates the Giants, so good for you, Tom. In which the defense looked pretty damn good, made Daniel Jones' life absolutely miserable. And plus, they got Gronk back, which is a nice addition. Meanwhile, the Colts, as we talked about, absolutely stomped the Bills, and this could be a really interesting game. The Buccaneers have a pretty good run defense, and if they're able to contain Jonathan Taylor, they're going to force Carson Wentz to win them the game. And as we've talked about, when that happens, uh, results may vary. So I'm actually going to pick the Buccaneers to win this football game. However, I am going to be rooting for the Colts since the Buccaneers are in the NFC and directly impact the Packers. But I think the Buccaneers, the way that Tom Brady has been playing, it's going to be enough to get it done. Then you got the Carolina Panthers taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins! Look at this little win streak you got going on. Nice. Meanwhile, the Panthers uh, losing last week, but Cam Newton coming back to Carolina was just such an awesome sight to see. The guy was obviously having fun out there, and he played pretty darn well. This could wind up being a close game. The Dolphins obviously are... Uh, not exciting anybody, but they beat the Ravens, you know, a couple weeks ago, and that was really exciting. And are they going to be able to contend with the Panthers? I think they will. This actually could be a pretty close game, but with Christian McCaffrey back, Cam Newton in his third week, I like the Panthers here, but who knows? The Dolphins could continue their win streak if that defense is locking the offense of the Panthers down. Following that, you got an intriguing matchup between the Tennessee Titans 
taking on the New England Patriots. Woo, this is interesting. And if last week didn't happen, I'd be like, oh, it's definitely going to be the Titans. But last week did happen, in which the Titans lost to the Texans. Ryan Tannehill threw four interceptions. It's not good. It was so bad that not only did they waive Adrian Peterson, but they also signed Golden Tate, which is never a good sign for any organization. So yeah, the Titans, they're a banged up football team. Running backs, they're suffering right now. A.J. Brown, still dealing with injuries. Julio Jones, they got lots of injuries there. Meanwhile, the Patriots looking damn good. Number one in the AFC East. That defense is suffocating people. Shut out the Falcons. Again, that's not really like a big whoop, but shut out the Falcons. They've destroyed teams like the Browns, and this is going to be a really nice test for them. It's being played in Foxborough, and so I am going to give the advantage to the Patriots. However, after that humiliating loss to the Texans, I'm going to actually pick the Tennessee Titans. I think that even though the Patriots defense is going to be rough and suffocating, the Titans defense can also be pretty good. I think Ryan Tannehill's four interceptions might just be a fluke little anomaly. And I think the Titans get back on track and defeating a playoff contending team in the Patriots this week. Do I have a lot of confidence in it? Absolutely not. But I mean, we're just throwing out predictions here. Moving on, you got an NFC East showdown between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Jersey Giants. Jalen Hurts. That man can run the football. Looking pretty darn good and shutting up a lot of the haters earlier on from this season and last season. Meanwhile, the Giants, uh, their number one wide receiver, Andrew Thomas, is looking pretty good. I'm curious to see what his 40 time is. Uh, but yeah, they're they're rough. Daniel Jones is not looking good. Uh, they're injured. Saquon Barkley was able to at least come back for Monday night's game. But behind that offensive line, eh, not really going to do a whole lot. This could be a close game, but I'm going to pick the Eagles here just because the Eagles have been on a little bit of a roll. Jalen Hurts, I like the way that he's been playing. When they run the ball, they win football games. So because of that, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Then you got a fantastic game in the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good God. Oh, man, I'm so sorry for whoever has this game on their TV. The Falcons um, are the NFL's punching bag right now. First getting decimated by the Cowboys, then getting blown out on Thursday night and shut out by the New England Patriots. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars... Yeah, they just got destroyed by the San Francisco 49ers, so they're not doing so hot as well. This game is a total toss-up. I mean, both these teams are bad. Matt Ryan has a total of, like, three fantasy points in the past two weeks, and I know that's not necessarily indicative of how he plays, but in this case, it is. Uh, Who knows how many Falcons QBs are going to go out there and throw interceptions? I'm curious to see. But I'm actually going to pick the Falcons here because if Patterson is back, he is a huge weapon for the Falcons. Uh, If not, the Jaguars will probably win, but I'm going to pick the Falcons to win and again, you know, Betting for the Falcons to win is not great. And if you don't believe me, just look at their fan base. Moving on to another Hall of Fame game. You got the New Jersey Jets taking on the Houston Texans. Really, this is this is a not a great week of football. Um, the Jets are a really bad football team. Uh, Joe Flacco out because he's a close contact of Mike White, both on the COVID list. Uh, so you'll have Zach Wilson likely coming back. Meanwhile, the Texans are here. And as I talked about before, they forced four interceptions from Ryan Tannehill. So, hey, that's something. The Texans got a win last week, which is something that you don't really hear a whole lot this season. And I think they're going to get another one against the Jets because that's how bad the Jets actually are. So, yeah. Let's let's go with the Texans. Following that, you got an AFC West matchup between the Chadges and the Broncos. 
the Chargers able to not completely charger it up and actually win the game against the Steelers, though they did try to give that game away as much as they could. Justin Herbert was incredible. Austin Eckler finally getting involved also in the passing game, which you'd love to see. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both having good games. And this is the potential of that offense. The defense is definitely suspect. Meanwhile, the Broncos had a bye week last week, which was nice for them. They're going to probably wish they stayed on the bye week. Could be a close game because it's a divisional one and it's being played at mile high, but I am going to pick the Chargers to win this game, though if the Broncos win, it'll just be utter chaos, and I mean, I'm all for that. Following that, you got America's Game of the Week. You got the LA Rams coming off a bye week to take on the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. Rams dropped two straight, then went on a bye week, and uh, they're going to be hoping to really pull off an upset here at Lambeau. Though, I don't know how much of an upset it's going to be. The Packers losing to the Vikings last week, and they are just decimated with injuries. Elton Jenkins, unfortunately, lost for the year, so there's going to be... The carousel at the offensive line once again going up against a good defensive line and, of course, Aaron Donald. Matt Stafford has been struggling as of late, and you're going to look for that offense to get things going again. However, Justin Jefferson was able to torch the Packers secondary last week. Hopefully, Rashawn Gary is going to be back. I know Aaron Jones is practicing at least a little bit this week. He could potentially be back this Sunday, but the Packers aren't going to rush anybody back because they have a bye week the following week. This actually could be a really, really close game. I am afraid of guys like Cooper Cup, uh, and I know OBJ who decided to pick LA over Green Bay, which hopefully will make him suffer for. But this could be a rough game for the Packers if they get down early. They're going to need to establish the run here with A.J. Dillon and potentially Aaron Jones, something they didn't do against the Vikings. And the Packers, they're in for a battle here. I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers to squeak it out because it is at Lambeau, but... I'm not going to lie, this game terrifies me. Then you got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Can both them lose? The Vikings winning their Super Bowl last week by defeating the Green Bay Packers, and if you don't believe me, just ask any Vikings fan. Meanwhile, the 49ers were able to do a good job and beat the Jaguars, and they have a win streak going on. Good for you, kids. Uh, this game, honestly, I think could go either way. The 49ers are currently favorited right this second, but I actually am going to pick the Vikings to win this. The Vikings, you know, listen, they they got away with the win. They were able to do just enough. Justin Jefferson absolutely destroyed the Packers. And if the 49ers secondary is not so hot, the Vikings could do the same there. Utilizing Dalvin Cook and running it down their throats could be the strategy here. The 49ers literally beat the Rams a couple weeks ago by literally just running the ball over 40 times. And if they're able to actually do that against the Vikings, they might be able to control time of possession. But I'm going to pick the Vikings to win this football game. Uh, but honestly, I can watch both of these teams lose and it doesn't affect me. Then you got a Sunday night football matchup between the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Yikes. Both these teams need a W. Ravens able to pull one off without Lamar Jackson defeating the Chicago Bears. Meanwhile, the Browns, they were able to defeat the Detroit Lions, but not by much. Both teams beating an NFC North team by a less than comfortable margin. The Browns, man, like they started off so hot, looking great, and then have kind of just been so inconsistent. Baker Mayfield, people are booing him. People are not happy with how he's playing. They need to get back to playing Browns football. They need to be utilizing Nick Chubb all day, every day, stretching it out with those receivers. And the Ravens, I mean, they're just looking and trying to get healthy here. Lamar Jackson should be back. Hopefully, he's back from his illness. And so, I like the Ravens' uh, chances here. It's being played in Baltimore. However, 
I am going to go with the upset here, and I'm going to pick the Browns. I'm going to say that they get back to Browns football. Nick Chubb going to dominate and run all over the Baltimore Ravens, and they'll control time of possession. And so I'm going to go with the Browns here. And then finally on a Monday night football, you got the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Washington football team. Now, that's an exciting game. The Washington football team. Turning some heads because, hey, I mean, they beat the Buccaneers a couple weeks ago. Meanwhile, the Seahawks couldn't beat Colt McCoy, so that's how it's going for them. The Seahawks are not a great football team right now. These past two weeks, Russell Wilson coming back from his finger injury has not looked good. That offense is just bleh. Washington may picking it up a little bit. The defense is getting a little bit better with that pass rush. I know they lost Chase Young, which is absolutely heartbreaking, but Taylor Heineke looking... uh, Pretty solid, and of course, you have Scary Terry over there. I'm actually going to pick the Washington football team to take this because I just have absolutely no confidence in the Seahawks right now, and I'm pretty sure the Seahawks don't have any confidence in themselves either. And so the Seahawks will continue to plummet to the bottom of the earth, and I mean, I'm cool with it. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you think these games are going to shake out in Week 12? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!